The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. And now, on with the show. Yes, yes, y'all. From the day camp of Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show that is looking kind of gloomy outside. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at TexasFootball.com or on Facebook or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there, celebrating a very happy 78th birthday. Happy birthday to John Lennon. Sure. Whatever happened to that guy? Uh... uh... (laughs) That sentence you said to start the show makes no sense. A show that is looking kind of gloomy outside? Yeah. Maybe the show's... That sentence doesn't work. No, it absolutely does. (laughs) Is that the one that doesn't listen? No. Your subjects don't connect there. (laughs) Sure they do. Sure they do. Nah. Uh, If you think about it. Nah. Uh, Nah. I've had the correct amount of caphene this morning. (laughs) That sentence doesn't make sense. Yeah, well, I've had too much, so I've got galaxy brain going on right now. So you've got to open your mind, man. That's it. And sitting to my right, the punting on fourth down from the opponent's 42 in overtime to oh. my Jason Garrett, our West African Prince, Ishmael Johnson. He's back. I'm back. You're back Hi. after like a week and a half hiatus. Yeah, it was, it was, it was busy. But uh, Dave Campbell's Texas basketball is off to the presses. Yep, that's coming. So you should get that magazine when it comes out. Got some other stuff coming too, so stay, stay tuned. Do all those things. Subscribe to, to that. Uh, today is Tuesday, October 9th, 2018, 44 days until Thanksgiving. Episode 638-638, Mario Diaz's OPS in his illustrious Texas Rangers career, those 186 games from 91 to 93. On today's show, guys, we are going to talk about... Um, we're at the midpoint of the Texas High School football regular season. So we're going to talk about who maybe are the front runners for the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year Award. Um, I just jotted down some names just randomly while I was thinking about them late last night. So we'll talk about those and anyone else that comes to mind. We're going to announce the iCoach Inspirational Coaches of the Week and the Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Week nominees. In the back half of the show, we will talk with the head coach of the 4-1 Fighting Bears of A-Leaf Hastings, Coach David Martell. Did you guys see that? Yeah. A little bit of lightning outside. Told you it's gloomy. So if the show just disappears from the stream, you guys yeah, will know what happened. You guys will understand. Yeah. Uh, the show, by the way, if the power goes out, we're not restarting the show. Nah. Uh, the show will just be, that's a, a sign. No, we might be restarting the show. We might that's be canceling the show. It's a, at that you can point, hear the, I wonder if they can hear the thunder on the yeah, program. Yeah, that was like now. a rather uh, it was substantial a, yeah. um, uh, rumble of thunder. Speaking of, speaking of technology and technology failures, so yesterday Matt um, Stepp came in okay. and we recorded uh, an episode of Tep and Step, mm-hmm. our premium high school football podcast available to insiders at Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Subscribe. TexasFootball.com. Subscribe. Texas Please. Football. Oh, um, it is pouring outside. Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, and so I so the way that this works is that uh, for those who do kind of to co- completely ruin the illusion of this studio, Max is sitting about eight feet to, to this way, the sure. way that I'm pointing. Yeah. Um, and so I will go over and I will turn on the computer to record the, the podcast. And then I'll come over here and Step will sit here and I will sit there. Mm-hmm. And we will talk for an hour and then I'll go over there and I'll turn it off. Right. 
at some point during the recording, and I think it was kind of deep in the recording, like 40 minutes probably, based on the file size, yeah. computer just crashed. Computer just stopped. Podcast <laughs> is gone. And so now, Step has to come back in today, yeah. and we have to pretend that this is all original and that we haven't said all the things we've already said. Right. And that's what makes like bad podcasts. Right. It's like, I don't like doing that. Yeah, you got to pretend, oh, yeah, I definitely heard that point Oh, before. that's a great point, Step. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that, especially not yesterday when you told it to me. Right. Uh, it's terrible. So technology is dumb, and you should never use it, it um, except yeah. to watch the show. It's not great. Yeah. Uh, and you tried. You tried. I, I know you tried. I've been to organized. Well, and I'm also like slightly terrified now that this thing is just gonna like crash all the time because it happened when I wasn't around. So I don't know. I'm terrified. Or what if I just had just like poured something on the computer and I didn't even realize it? You just put Pepsi How down you, the. On I did the notice system. somewhat. Now here's my question to both of you. Okay. This is. Uh, I cleaned in, up all the peanut butter off of the <laughs> deep, <laughs> deep inside. Deep inside the inner workings of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Headquarters. Uh huh. There's an undrank cup of coffee in there. Is that uh, either of you? Um, no? no. Okay. Where? In the in the break room. Someone I don't like drink made them in the break room. The, I think it's Taylor. I think it's Kendall. Some maybe someone in this office historically is great at making themselves a cup of coffee Never and then forgetting it's there. <laughs> like it'll just be sitting in the Keurig. The cup of the, the Keurig only takes like a minute to brew, like right. less than a minute. I you know. can't Not stand like, there for forty seconds. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just telling know. you what I found. I don't. I get my own coffee, so. That's true. The, yeah, you're a hip, you're the hipster. There's big weather rolling through, guys, right now. Supposedly, now Jacob John's saying down in Kerr County they've got uh, tornado warnings right yeah, now. Yeah, there's big weather watching all across the state. Not fun. Why are you watching this? Get to somewhere not, dude. Will you well, shut if you're, up? If you're going to go out, I'm worried. Go dude, out. we have sponsor <laughs> elements today. Will you go shut out, up? Go out watching Texas football today. Am I right? <laughs> That's right, what I've sure. always said. We are Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon, risking your life at TexasFootball.com. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. So we're now entering week seven of the Texas high school football season. And I started thinking, so we're at the midway point. That's you know week six. There's eleven weeks in the regular season. Week six is generally when um, is is the the exact midway point. So we're now in the back half of the regular season. And so at the, at the midway point, kind of like with um, with college football as well. College football about this time was when you start talking about Heisman. Right. You ta- start talking about who's in the running. Needless to say, Tua's probably going to win it. Right. Yeah, especially now that Kyler lost. I was about to say Kyler. Kyler, he didn't. They didn't lose because of Kyler, but he didn't have the best game. And right now, with Tua just playing lights out, he kind of needed to just continue just, like on an incredible. As pace. long as he doesn't throw like six interceptions in one game, like right. he's going to be. Like I think it's it's really weird. The only other person I can think of is probably Will Greer right now. Yeah, and like West Virginia has to go unbeaten for them yeah. for him to. I just don't see it. I don't and either. I mean, like Bryce Love has been like average for Stanford, and yeah. he was kind of the guy that was considered the front runner. Um, I'm looking at the other names. I'm like, uh, Benny yeah. Snell, they Benny lost. Benny Snell, they lost. Ed Oliver's, they're not going to give it to a defensive player. No, and they're not going to give it, especially McSorley. a defensive player on a team that the defense has only been like, okay. Right, they're like, know? oh, we can triple team him and they can do nothing else. Right. So, uh, so anyway, let's take that and let's apply it to high school. Texas high school football. Of course, we award the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year Award here at Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Last year, uh, you may remember, the winner uh, was Denton Ryan quarterback Spencer Sanders. Uh, Kyler Murray won it twice. Uh, Johnny Manziel won it. Uh, Jet Duffy won it. Uh, who am I missing? Who won in 2016, Max? 
Uh, wait, sorry, what? I wasn't who, paying who attention. Who won the 2016 <laughs> Mr. Texas football? Uh, the 2016 Mr. Texas football. 16 wasn't Duffy? No, no. Uh, 15, was 15 was Duffy. 15 was Duffy. 15 was Duffy. Uh, and then... Uh, Why am I blanking on oh, this? Oh, uh, uh, Paul. Oh, Rashad, yeah, Rashad, Rashad Paul. Paul. Duh. That's yeah, your guy. Rashad, that's my this dude. This is on you, not I'm sorry, me. that's on me. I have yeah. had way too much coffee. Yeah, you but, can't be doing that while I'm working over here. So, on, <laughs> we got the Mr. Texas football player of the year coming up later. But I want to start talking about who I think are front runners. What's interesting about this year is that there were at least a couple of front runners mm-hmm. who got injured. Right. Maverick MacGyver, San Angelo Central quarterback, out for the year. Jalen Catalan, the quarterback or the athlete, do-it-all athlete, Mansfield Legacy, mm-hmm. out for the year. Um, Rashawn Johnson mm-hmm. uh, at, at Portnich's Groves missed at least a couple. I know he missed like three games yeah. or at least portions of three games. This is the kind of race where you need to be he, a full season of he production. He probably, I mean, he's not out of it, right. but he would need to put on the cape here for the rest of the way and probably lead them on a deep playoff run. And by right. the way, the way that it works is that we get our panel together and we, we all discuss it and, and there's a number of people that we talk to and ask about it and, and then end up uh, all coming to a consensus. So it's not just me or, or anybody yeah, in this and room. Before uh, anyone freaks out about this, there's already two guys on this list that need to be on it that Greg's wrong about. Oh, who am I missing? No, just let's go through it, and then we'll talk about it. So here's who I jotted down at 1230 last night (laughs) while I was thinking about this. Here's who I jotted down. Lake Travis wide receiver Garrett Wilson. No brainer. Anybody anybody want to argue with him being in the the mix? Mm -hmm. You'd argue he's the best Best player player in the state state, flat out anyway. Allen quarterback Grant Tisdale. Anyone want to argue? That's fine. Newton athlete Tamalja Brown. For sure. I think he's on the best pound-for-pound team in the state, and Mm -hmm. I think he's kind of the the playmaker. Houston St. Pius X quarterback Grant Cannell. The numbers are stupid. Hard to argue with those numbers. What about Stanford quarterback Peyton Bevel? Ditto. The numbers are crazy. Yeah. you got to put them in the mix. Rockwell wide receiver Jackson Smith in the Jigba is the leading receiver in the state right now, by the way. Yeah. Um, I would put him in there. What about Argyle defensive end Chase Petter? That defense has been really, really good. I think you got to put them in the mix. Yeah. Longview quarterback Haynes Kings impressed the heck out of me. Oh, yeah. yep. I think he's got to be in the mix. Four pin Marshall running back De- uh, Devon Achain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think that he's been really, really good. The reason that they're undefeated. And the other one I wrote down was Converse Judson defensive end Devarvin Leal. Those are the ones that immediately came to my to my lizard brain uh, that I did not like. That that is by no means the only people we are considering. I want to be clear. These were just one person writing down a list of names that right. he thought were. This is why this is dangerous. You shouldn't. You just shouldn't do this this early because you're going to just make people mad. Okay, it's like well, you want to make people. All mad. right. So who am I missing, Max? Well, Chase Griffin's definitely got to be up there. The numbers. Are that stupid, is, that is, is so a, obvious, and I can't believe I blinked. This is a historic season Absolutely. for them. 100%. I, th- I think Luke Latimer at Childress is another 100%. no-brainer. Um, and uh, you know who's funny that you're not talking about, but mm. it's I think it's just because he's been around too long. DeAndre Glass. Yeah, yeah. and he's doing yeah. he's doing a lot of good stuff too. Yeah. And I, you know what it is? I also think they took a loss early, and so you're like, oh, okay. By the way, yeah. what about like? Zach Evans, Zach Evans uh, for a junior, he's been fantastic. Demetrius Davis. Yeah, what about our funky president? Our what funky about, president, DeMarway Foster. DeMarway Foster. Yeah. It's a long list, but I wanted to start yeah. this conversation now. So yeah. um, let us know in the comments who you think should be in the mix for Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year. Obviously, look, a lot of football left to play, yeah. a lot of things to be determined, um, and th- and by we are absolutely positively forgetting about 60 players who right, deserve so like, to be to, to reemphasize kind of the a little bit of the process not to give it too much away but like we do come up with like a database of names and then we just slowly yes. whittle yeah. that down like yes. there will be plenty of consideration yeah. yes yeah. Like, everybody I've, <laughs> and i've said from the start this is going to be the toughest year since i've been here to pick uh rob hadaway throws in another one that needs to be no- tj mcdaniel 
Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, TJ McDaniel's yeah. been great. Number one of the bullet. Derek Moya, Moya throws in Rocky Morse, but he falls into the injury category. He got now. hurt. Yeah, and we're not yeah. going to see him for a long time. So it, and in it's fact, not his fault. And but, in fact, I'd almost yeah. go with Dontavian Clay over him. Yeah, I, would, I was about to say, he's got him and Logan Bland. He's got two mm-hmm. teammates that you can immediately go to, so yeah. I understand that. Um, anyway, these are just guys that, that, that immediately thrown out there uh, that immediately sprung to mind last night at 1230 while I was working. And so um, just, you know, we are considering everybody right now, um, but those were names that immediately jumped to mind uh, in no particular order of guys that, that I thought were, uh, were, were should be in the hunt. So we are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Dave Campbell's Texas Football, in partnership with iCoach, is proud to honor one head football coach in each classification with the Inspirational Coach of the Week Award. Each coach recognized with a special honor typifies discipline, character, and integrity while passing those values along to their athletes to help them be successful both on and off the field. The Week 6 iCoach Inspirational Coaches of the Week. In 6A, Chris Brister from Cy Falls. The Eagles showed the state that they are a force to be reckoned with. Stunning arch-rival Cy Fair, 14-7, snapping the 6A Division II state champions' 19-game winning streak. In 5A, Casey Walraven from Cleburne. The Jackets are off to a sizzling 5-0 start after their 44-25 win over Arlington Seguin, making last year's 0-10 season seem like a distant memory. In 4A, Daryl Barbe from Jasper. The Bulldogs exercised a few demons on Friday night, knocking off longtime nemesis and state power West Orange Stark 34-24 to move to 6-0 on the year. In 3A, Kyle Maxfield from Bangs. First-year coach Maxfield guided the Dragons to their first win since September 2016 with a 27-0 win over San Angelo Grape Creek, snapping a 20-game losing streak. In 2A, Xavier Rangel from Woodsboro. The Eagles are flying high at 5-0 after routing Kennedy 52-20, their hottest start since 2013. And in 1A, Josh Staniland from Jayton. The Jaybirds earned a hard-fought victory over rival Rotan, 42-12, in a game where Staniland faced off against his brother, Rotan coach John Staniland. And so those are your Week 6 iCoach Inspirational Coaches of the Week. In 6A, Chris Brister from Cy Falls. In 5A, Casey Walraven from Cleburne. In 4A, Daryl Barbe from Jasper in 3A, Kyle Maxfield from Bangs. In 2A, Xavier Rangel from Woodsboro. And in 1A, Josh Staniland from Jayton. Congratulations to all the coaches, and thank you for all you do for players, schools, and communities. For more information, visit texasfootball.com slash coach of the week. Derry Max and Dave Campbell's Texas Football are proud to team up this year to honor excellence in coaching and the hard work that assistant coaches put in on behalf of their teams. Each week, the Texas football staff will nominate four deserving assistant coaches across the state and let fans decide on the winner via Twitter poll of the Derry Max Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Week. It all leads up to the Derry Max Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Year decided at year's end. The Week 6 Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Week nominees... Cy Woods Offensive Coordinator Curtis Neal. The Wildcats offense started hot and stayed hot, scoring 21 points in each of the first three quarters and racking up 684 yards of total offense, including 501 on the ground in a 63-55 win over Cy Lakes. Westlaco East Defensive Coordinator Renee Guzman. The Wildcats suffocated district rival Edinburgh, holding the Bobcats to just 116 total yards en route to a 21-0 victory, East's second shutout of the season. Canyon defensive coordinator Jedrick Anderson. 
Canyon moved to 6-0 on the year with a terrific defensive effort, holding Big Spring to just 174 total yards and forcing two turnovers in a 38-0 victory. And Florence offensive coordinator Keith Verdell. The Buffaloes exploded for 58 points, their highest scoring total since 2009, in a 58-14 win over Chilton. So those are your Dairy Knacks, built by nature, assistant coach of the week nominees, Cy Woods offensive coordinator Curtis Neal, Westlaco East defensive coordinator Renee Guzman, Canyon defensive coordinator Jed Anderson, and Florence offensive coordinator Keith Verdell. Congratulations to all of them, and vote now at twitter.com slash dctf. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. I want to invite you to check out TexasFootball.com to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. That's our subscription package. You get two magazines, the 2018 recruiting edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Profiling more than 400 prospects around the state comes out right after Thanksgiving. You also get pre-order for the 2019 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, the Bible of Texas Football, previewing every team in the state, high school, college, and pro. You know what it is. You're watching this show. Uh, you get pre-order for that. Don't run around to Walmart, H-E-B, Brookshire's. We will send it directly to you. Last year, subscribers got it a week early. So there's that. You also get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com, including computer rankings of every Texas high school football team. That's up on the site right now. Computer projections of every Texas high school football game going up tomorrow. A new, uh, full season of Tep and Step, which we will try to record again today. Uh, a premium high school football insider podcast. Recruiting analysis from our friends at Next Level Athlete and, um, and our analyst Greg Powers. All of that, everything I just listed, and more for the low, low price of nineteen ninety five for an entire year. Nineteen ninety five for an entire year makes a great gift as well. It's TexasFootball.com to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Max, let's go to the Dairy Max Built by Nature Hotline to bring in the head coach of the four and one Fighting Bears of A Leaf Hastings. We're joined by Coach David Martell. Coach, how are things in beautiful A Leaf, Texas? Uh, wonderful, wonderful. The weather is good. Well, good. You you got us beat then. Um, I am really interested uh, to hear about this past week's win uh, over George Ranch. I know that this was a uh, you know you guys have been building a program down there, uh, trying to get over the hump. Uh, this seems like a really uh, important win for you guys. Uh, does does it feel like something has turned with this program now? Oh yes, sir. Uh, you know the the program's always been going in the right direction. Uh, what I've done is I've hired great assistant coaches and great coordinators that have come in that care about kids, um, that, that show these kids, uh, you know, the difference between winning and losing and pushing them forward. Uh, you guys, uh, you have one loss on the year, but it's uh, it's a loss that's aging pretty well, I'd say. You lost 21-7 to Cy Falls uh, a couple of weeks ago, but since then... Boy, howdy, it seems like you guys have really hit another gear. Did you feel like something changed after that uh, Week 2 loss to Cy Falls? Uh, no, not really. Uh, you know, I think that uh, it was a great lesson uh, to be able to lose the game to the Cy Falls uh, program. Coach Brister does a great job over there. You know, uh, we did lose our starting quarterback on the fourth play of the game while we were up 7 to nothing, And, uh, you know, our kids uh, just uh, kind of – 
if you would, put their head down a little bit, you know, because they was thinking who's going to lead us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at that time, you know, we had a young man that came in and did a great job. Uh, but then we was just uh, we threw an interception for a touchdown. We had a fumble for a touchdown, and uh, things kind of went crazy after about an hour delay, rain delay. So uh, we was hoping we'd get the quarterback back, uh, but that didn't happen. And but it was a good lesson for our football team uh, to be able to continue forward. And then, uh, of course, the next game, you know, we, we've got a, a high-powered offense versus Kempner, uh, which is a fear football team. And uh, both quarterbacks were down, so I moved an outside linebacker to the inside linebacker that was uh, a JV quarterback, if you will, last year. And, uh, shoot, he looked good. He, he took off. So, uh, Coach, you guys have, uh, you know, you've been there. This is your fifth season there at Hastings. And every single year you guys have, have taken a step forward. You guys have, have seemed to improve. You guys are, are moving in the right direction. Um when you entered this job here at Hastings, uh, you came over from Harden Jefferson. When you took over this job, what what did did you have a, a kind of time frame as far as building this? Everyone wants to win right away, but did you did you have a plan? Is this all? Is this part of a, a long term plan that you guys have been executing? Oh yes, sir. Uh, you know, you always have to have a plan when you get a new job that comes in. And uh, the first, uh, the first thing was to hire great coaches that's going to come in and care about kids and has great knowledge of the game of football. Uh, but it doesn't really know, you know, it doesn't matter how much you know. It's what you get across to the young men that you have. Uh, you know, we're not able to go out and recruit kids. This is what we have, and this is what we've got to build our program on. And uh, we started doing that, and then we started changing the culture. Uh, you know, the expectations started uh, picking up, and uh, from there it just took off. You know, uh, I got a great defensive coordinator and Brian Layton uh, with a great defensive staff. I got a great offensive coordinator uh, with a great offensive staff, and all of them are committed uh, to making our kids better, and uh, that's what it takes. You know, uh, it looks like Coach Martell gets all the credit, but uh, I give all the credit to my assistant coaches and my coordinators because uh, they do a lot, a whole lot. We're talking with David Martell, the head coach of the Fighting Bears of A-Leaf Hastings here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation. Hashtag TF Today. Uh, coach, you know, you mentioned your defense. I want to I key on that for a minute. This defense has really seemed like it's, it's caught fire lately. Uh, and, and, and understandably, you know, one of the guys I knew you were really excited about was Javon, uh, Javon Leon, uh, your, your outstanding defensive back. This guy has really led the way. Um, how important is it? to have him not only because of the playmaking ability that he brings to the table, but also because of the senior leadership that he gives. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm going to correct you. Javon Leon is a defensive end for defensive, us. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I, I know he has number one um, <laughs> and uh, there's a reason why he has number one, uh, you know, doing the things right and in the off season and all that and working as hard as he can to possibly be the best player. And uh, he, he's a great leader. Um, and, you know, of course, in the secondary, you've got Jared Wiltz and you've got uh, Ja'Cory Benjamin, you've got Caleb Norman, you've got Chris Asuji, you've got guys that are, you know, veterans there. Uh, our defensive front is, uh, you know, we run a 3-4. We've got three of the best defensive tackles that I believe in, in the state of Texas. And uh, we've got great outside linebackers. Uh, we've got great inside linebackers. Um, you know, we just got to make sure that they play together and continue to fit where needed. I appreciate the correction, Coach. It's, it's very important. And, no, 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 no big deal. I just no, you know. I, 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 no, I need it. Please, somebody needs to keep me in line. But I will say, you know, one thing that when you take a look at your team, and especially your defense, you look up and down this depth chart. You look up and down the guys who are producing for you. It's senior, 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 senior. You got you got very senior heavy defense. Um, 
I mean, for, for you, what kind of advantage is that for you and your defensive staff uh, to be able to throw out uh, a lot of guys who have a lot of good experience and a lot of guys uh, who, are, who are used to playing, uh, you know, important games? Well, it's great, you know. Uh, there's there's always a positive side to that. Uh, you know, the guys uh, are coachable. Uh, they know what they're doing. Been doing it for three years now. Uh, actually, four, but three on the varsity level. Uh, the downside to that is uh, next year you got to replace all of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, we're we're excited about our defense and and our offense as well. You know, uh, I'm not taking anything away from defense. Mm-hmm. You know, we're number one in the district right now. We're only giving up 219 yards. And uh, our offense is averaging 38.5 points a game and putting up big numbers. So I'm going to have more coming back on offense than I will on defense next year. Uh, So, uh, you know, uh, what do you do? You rebuild the defense with the players that you have on the JV team uh, and have a great offseason and just continue what we do on the offensive side of the football as well. But we've got to have a great offseason. Yeah, it's it's you know obviously you know it's a blessing this year, but I know that coaches are always looking ahead, thinking about uh, what what next year is going to hold. You guys are off to a fantastic start, you know, offensively as well. You guys have really caught fire, and uh, uh, boy, it sure seems like uh, Javon Williams, your quarterback. Uh, sure seems like he's growing up. I mean, this this kid was was pretty darn good last year, and it seems like he's hit an extra gear. How have you seen his game change uh, from last year as a junior to this year as a senior? Well, he, he's a very committed young man. Uh, he's all, also one of the most competitive young men that I've ever had a chance to coach. Uh, you know, his, his leadership ability is, is second to none. I mean, he, he's just an unbelievable young man. Uh, he wants to win so bad that it, sometimes we've got to slow him down, uh, you know. And uh, But he makes the correct reads. He does things right. Uh, the sad thing about it is, is you know, he has no offers right now, and we're, I mean, we're sending film all over the state of Texas and everywhere that we can, uh, because this young man's going to be a quarterback one day, and he's going to play college football, and uh, and he deserves that be, because of what he has done here at Hastings High School. Yeah, the numbers are for, for those who don't know, the numbers are really impressive. I mean, this is a kid who's who's averaging 200 yards through the air and another 61 on the ground every single game, and again, going up against some tough competition as well. This kid has been really really special it's kind of stunning to me that uh, i didn't realize he didn't have any offers that's uh that's uh you can, to the coaches listening uh, give that give yes. this kid a holler <laughs> let's get he, he's a playmaker um coach uh, and he didn't he didn't play in one game yeah know? i mean he's missed a game so uh but uh, he's he, he's a great young man. Well, I look for uh, exciting things for him. Yeah, absolutely. We're talking with David Martell, the head coach uh, at Ailey Hastings here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation. Hashtag TF Today, Coach. Uh, no rest for the weary. You guys, uh, a week after beating George Ranch in a big game, you know, on the road out there at Trailer Stadium. Now you guys come home. Uh, it'll be seven o'clock Friday night at Crump Stadium. Uh, you guys welcome in a, a, a pretty hot straight Jesuit team, uh, a team that's yeah. uh, that's really impressed. Uh, I'm not going to ask you to give away your game plan. Uh, but uh, but Friday night, what do you what are you seeing uh, from from what you're going to see against Strake? Well, uh, you know Strake is they're they're a very good football team. They're well coached. Uh, they run a you know a pro style offense. And, you know, Clay Kubiak and his staff does a great job. Uh, this is going to be uh, I'm thinking that this is going to be their first real test, if you will, because of our defense and their offense. Uh, and our offense versus their defense. So, uh, you know, look, look for fireworks is all I can tell you. And I just uh, hope that, you know, we do our end of the job and take care of the things that we're supposed to take care of. And uh, because, you know, I know that they will. They're very well coached. Of course, uh, our team's 
uh, are very well coached as well. Uh, finally, Coach, I know that you are a uh, you're a relatively uh, relatively local boy from down there in Southeast Texas. I know you played uh, you played ball at, at at the University of Houston, and uh, I'm 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 real interested to hear if you have any good Bill Yeoman stories. We are uh, we are very big fans of Bill Yeoman uh, around here. I'm interested to hear if you have any good Bill Yeoman stories. You know, uh, Coach Yeoman is uh, uh, you know he great coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, uh, very very personable. Uh, coach, uh, loved playing for Coach Yeoman. Uh, one story that I can tell you is uh, that I know that the man, uh, you know, he was a true believer in the Lord. Mm-hmm. And uh, whenever he came to practice, um, it looks like it was going to rain, and he parted the skies and <laughs> he made the sun come out. And uh, we continued to practice. And uh, never heard the man say a cuss word in my life. Uh, just a true leader and a great man. And well, I was, it was my pleasure playing for him. Well, it, right now, is, uh, obviously, you, you've taken something from him. You've got, you got uh, Hastings off to a fantastic start, 4-1. and one. You can see them this Friday night at Crump Stadium as they take on Houston Drake Jesuit. Coach, uh, congratulations again on your hot start and your win Friday or last Thursday. Best of luck this weekend down the road. Yes, sir. I appreciate you guys calling. There he goes, David Martell, the head coach. The Hastings fighting Bears. It's got to be the fighting Bears. Never just the Bears. Right. Fighting Bears. <laughs> more ferocious. That. Yeah, they're more ferocious. Yeah. It is. Um, that's, I mean, I'm telling you, you, you think about where he, where he started this program. I'm pretty sure his first year, I want to make sure I get this right, but I'm pretty sure his first year they were 1-9. and nine. Um, And then it was just a slow build, right? It was, um, you know, 1-9, 2-8 they, they, in 2016, uh, and then they were six and three last year, and obviously four and one right now. They are trending in a very, very positive direction. Uh, and suddenly, you take a look at that district, and they're right in the hunt. Yeah, they're right in the hunt. They're so. showdown with Pearland coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you mentioned, that Cy Falls uh, mm-hmm. loss is aging really well. That Cy is. Falls looks legit. Yeah, that's the kind of thing that that you look at that and you say, oh well, you never t- like take a loss, but then you start rooting for that team. Right. And then he mentions, you know, Williams went out with an injury yeah. in that game, so it's like, okay, who knows what could have happened to bring him back? Exactly. So it's very, very exciting uh, what's going down there in A Leaf. We appreciate uh, Coach Martell hopping on with us. And now we go to Max Thompson for America's second favorite segment: Final Thoughts. Sounds like we have a good candidate for the Hidden Gem Recruiting Series. Uh, yeah, may have to have Ryan McDonald give. Uh, Give Coach a call. That's, yeah. uh, well, we have his yeah. number now. Yeah, I know. Uh, Tony Blaylock says, big week in 5A in my area of the world. College Station, Lufkin, Foster, Friendswood, and Crosby, PNG. Oh, Ooh. my. It is a yeah. staggering week of games well, this week. Yeah. It is. It's the best week since week one. Yep. It's an awesome week. It's going to be good. Jacob John says, Sonny Detmer versus Phil Danaher should be a good one this week in the wide open 5A 215 district. That was uh, last week. Was it Somerset already play? Yeah, they played last they week. They played Somerset and Callan one. Yeah, because it was because I remember the stat that it was a matchup of the two of it was like when you combine their win totals, it's the winningest game in Texas. Oh, there you go. History. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, Jacob John, man, he's in the doghouse now. That's that's too bad. We sure in I got that right. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah thank Kyle you. One. Oh, thank you, man. Bang! Oh, I got Jacob. something right for once. Oh, Jacob. That's it. Bantam. Oh, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> Been a bad couple weeks for him and uh, Robert Wolf. Bad couple weeks. Uh, Russell Wilburn says, keep an eye on October 26. Ricky Tolis taking on David Martell and the A-Leaf Hastings Bears. He says it should be a good one because the Pearland uh, offensive line is the best he has seen so far this year. I, mm-hmm. I like that idea. That against a uh, defense like that. Hell, mm-hmm. let's go. Uh, as far as uh, Mr. Texas football candidates go, uh, April Brandt from uh, Lavernia says, uh, how about this uh, kid on the O-line, uh, Lee J. Brandt? I think she might be a little biased. Guys. No relation. Mm-hmm. Might be a little no biased. No relation. 
But I appreciate her standing up. Uh, also, uh, big Quentin Jackson saying, Quentin Jackson from Benbrook. That Might be true. a little biased, but well, he, hey, he is leading the numbers, the state the numbers are there. Leading the state in rushing. So shout out to, uh, shout out to, to them for, uh, for standing up for their kids. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, let's see. What else we got here? Lots of good stuff. A lot of agreement on, on the candidates so far. Um, Nobody's yelling at me too nah, much. Not too much. Just the normal. You now. know, if we post that video online, you're going to get crucified. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know yeah, for sure. I look forward to it. Yeah. Remember, uh, follow me on Twitter at Max Thompson. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, Eddie Jackson says, "Oh heck, I'm late because the man was keeping me down." The man, just I know. Ooh. I mean, at some point you got to learn, man. Come on, Eddie. Uh, yeah. Jordan Gradberg asks, "Can anybody beat Carthage?" I'd love to answer that, but we do that on Fridays. That's a Friday question. Friday, Texas high school football mailbag. That is the entire show on Friday. This entire show exists only to tell people to watch on Friday. Yeah, the best joke of the day by far. Our good friend Misael, this show, who says, "Yes, that too." (laughs) Also, possible last line before the show crashes. Boy, howdy! That tornado looks really close. Yeah, listen. The blinds are closed here in the in the studio, and that's probably for the best because you might see me getting up and jumping out of the frame. That was the best. So that was the that's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Vince Young, please come get your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow for a wacky Wednesday, Texas football today. I guess.